Welcome to Day 17 of the 21 Days of Storytelling, featuring The Dragon Collector, Book 1 of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. The story snippet of the day is Chapter 14, entitled A Hint of Attachment. In this chapter, Javen is headed back to the portal with his mother, and she shares a bit of her backstory with her long-lost son along the way. She also mentions the official names of some of the regions located within Xandador. What you don't learn here is that the territory of Xandador is basically the country in the middle of the vast continent known as the Great Rift. Seven regions make up the territory of Xandador, and I could have made up the names of those regions with a dose of creativity, but I chose to use a specific source for help naming those regions. The Bible. Genesis 10, verse 2, to be exact. This verse is also where I got the name of my main character, Javen, and ties in with the entire origin story of the Great Rift. Although I hope you are now curious enough to open your Bible to Genesis 10-2, the purpose of this episode is not to share the backstory or read the genealogy found in Genesis 10. The purpose of this episode is to entertain you with Chapter 14 of The Dragon Collector. So let's get to it! Welcome to a special storytelling edition of Published Before College, the podcast with short and snazzy shows that teach creative kids how to think like an author, build confidence in their creative writing skills, and take ownership of the publishing process. I'm your host, DK Drake, author of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga. During these 21 days of storytelling, I'll be reading you snippets of The Dragon Collector, book one of the Dragonstalker Bloodline Saga, and sharing behind-the-scenes insider secrets along the way. In The Dragon Collector, 15-year-old Javen believes he is simply an ordinary orphan abandoned by his mother at birth until he is whisked away to another dimension and his destiny as the chosen one from the Collector bloodline is revealed. Armed only with an ancient weapon, a trio of old advisors, and his determination to win, Javen is soon caught up in a dangerous battle for the throne. Now his choices could save, or destroy, the people and dragons of Xandador, including the mother he just met. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. You are now entering the land of Xandador. Chapter 14. A Hint of Attachment Javen much preferred walking through these woods during daylight hours. He was able to drink in the pristine beauty of the odd-shaped trees and enjoy watching the birds and squirrels and other cool creatures he couldn't identify scurry about rather than being able to see nothing in the dark and feel like he was about to be attacked by packs of wild animals at any second. The more they walked, though, the more Javen realized this was the last chance he would ever have to spend with his mother, and he knew almost nothing about her. The time they had spent together on Saturday evening was focused on her and Hannah learning about him and his world. He hadn't bothered to ask many questions about her. If he didn't ask now, he would have nothing to hold on to when he returned to Montana. He wasn't sure where to start, so he blurted out the first thing that came to his mind. Where did you grow up? Esmeralda paused, then talked as she walked. I grew up in the region of Madai in northeast Xandador in the city of Or. Is that close to here? Not really. We're in northwest Xandador right now in the region of Gomer. It would take about half a day by Octi to get there. Javen wanted to know if he had aunts, uncles, cousins, and another set of grandparents somewhere in this dimension. Is your family still there? Esmeralda halted. Her whole body went rigid, and her single-word reply sounded robotic. No. Trying not to hound her, but wanting to know the story behind her answer, Javen whispered, What happened to them? Minutes passed. Javen waited. Finally, she started walking and talking again. First, you have to understand what growing up in Xandador under the rule of Omri is like. We call him the Dark King because he has a way of making life feel dark and depressing, despite the beauty of the land around us. 
Anyway, as a child, you're required to spend the first 20 years of your life in school learning what the king wants you to know about Xandador and all the territories of the Great Rift to the north and south of us. Then you spend the next 80 years away from your family working in assigned apprenticeships that each last a decade in areas like government work, teaching, farming, and ranching. You're only allowed to return home to visit for the final two weeks of each year. Once you reach the age of 100, you're required by law to spend the next century of your life serving in the king's army to enforce all the laws you've been conditioned to follow throughout your childhood. Hold up, Javen said. He had a hard time comprehending how different life could be when the average lifespan lasted nearly a millennium rather than a century. You're telling me a century of life is considered childhood? On Earth, I'll be considered an adult and able to serve in the army in three years. At 18? Strange, but I suppose you do have to grow up faster when your life doesn't last as long. They walked a few steps in silence before Javen prompted his mother to continue. What happens when you turn 200? Once you complete your century of service, you're either assigned to a lifetime of work as a soldier or to a job that you showed the most aptitude for during your apprenticeship years. That's a rotten deal. You mean nobody gets to decide what they want to do? It's worse than that. You can't even decide what to believe regarding God. Omri sees himself as God and is the only authority he allows anyone to serve. He thus banned religion and had all churches demolished. He tried to burn all the religious documents brought here from earth, but those of us who believe in the God who created us have done a good job of preserving our Bibles. In essence, you're told who to be, where to live, what to wear, what to do, who to marry, and how many kids you can have. Omri doesn't tolerate people who think for themselves and has worked hard to erase and retell the true history of Xandador. He wants to rid the land of all dragons except his own and annihilate the collector and protector bloodlines. Esmeralda took a deep breath before continuing. Despite the Dark King's mandate, they refused to deny their heritage and passed on everything they knew to me and my younger sister Marissa. Javen had an Aunt Marissa! He wondered if he looked older than her, too. My sister and I both loved to sing, Esmeralda said, plucking a golf ball-sized blackberry from a shrub. But that's also something that's forbidden under Omri's rule. Unless, of course, you're singing for his entertainment. She bit into the berry and handed Javen the other half. He popped it into his mouth before the juice had a chance to drip all over his hand. The warm, sweet liquid drenched his tongue. That's good, he murmured between chews. They're called gooey globes. Here, have another. She picked two more, giving one to Javen and keeping one for herself. They walked for a bit as they enjoyed the gooey treats. Then Esmeralda resumed her story. Anyway, when I was 129 and Marissa was 118, we did what we usually did when we arrived home for our yearly visit. We sang. We sang hymns of praise to God, we sang romantic ballads, and we sang songs of our true Xandadorian history taught to us by our parents. What we didn't know was that the king's youngest son, Micah, was patrolling our city at that time. Reports of our singing by those loyal to the king made their way to Micah, and he reported us to his father. That night, I snuck out of the city to collect shed noonstalker scales from the dragons my family protected. Esmeralda was starting to choke on her words. She stopped at a fallen log and sat down. I returned a little past midnight to the sight of my city being ravaged by the king's midnight stalker. My house had been leveled, and only pieces of my family remained. Tears streamed down her face. Javen had no idea how to help his crying mother tell this terrible story. He sat awkwardly beside her, hoping that would somehow help. I had never been filled with so much pain and rage and anger and guilt, she said. I knew that dragon was sent as a punishment because of me, and I determined to send that dragon home with a scar before it destroyed me and the rest of my city. I dug through the rubble, found my sword, and marched through the street after that black dragon. It was about to devour my father's best friend, so I did the only thing I could think of. 
I ran my sword through his back claw, temporarily tying him to the ground. That dragon screeched, dropped his snack, and turned on me. I was prepared to die, Esmeralda reached for Javen's hand. I would have, too, if your father hadn't shown up riding his own Midnight Stalker. My dad saved you? Oh, yes. Dartez was my hero that night. He and his dragon, Kandorg, fought off Serenity, the king's dragon, before Serenity could kill any more people. After the battle, your father returned for me and took me to the safety of his home. I left shreds of my clothing so that I would be presumed dead in the attack. Had I remained, I would have been carted off to prison. Ironic, since I ended up a prisoner anyway, but not before I fell in love with your father, married him, and became pregnant with you. Esmeralda squeezed Javen's hand and stood. We're almost to the portal. It's time to return you to the safety of your home. Javen wanted to learn more about her and his father, but he shouldn't get too attached. This wasn't his world. These weren't his people. So he refrained from asking any more questions as they walked the rest of the way to the portal. If you enjoyed today's storytelling episode, but don't want to wait to find out what happens next, click on over to authordkdrake.com backslash insiders. There you can secure your free digital copy of The Dragon Collector as part of the DK Drake Starter Library. But The Dragon Collector will only be included in the Starter Library through the end of these 21 days, so be sure to become an insider by November 10th to get your free copy. In the meantime, I dare you not to dream of dragons tonight. <laughs>